the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, 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 we wake up. We go to work. We turn around and suddenly it's noon here on the East Coast and it's Friday, which is a great thing. Mike Opelka with you on Pure Opelka. Thank you for being here. Boy, there are a hundred different directions I can go to today. And some of them are some of them are, are, are enlightening, some of them are entertaining, some of them are angering, some of them are downright depressing. And some of them I hope I hope will make us all better, uh, better people, many different things. I, I will get into something that's really got me ticked off shortly. I want you to be a part of this program today. I want you to consider this a free-for-all Friday. You can call up about anything. If there's something you think we're not paying enough attention to, let's hear about it. Yeah, there's an update on Charlie Gard and, and what happened with his parents. Uh, there, there's an update Another shoe has fallen in the uh, Trump Jr. Russian meeting, and we'll get to that. But uh, be a part of this. Uh, Discuss, share, argue, everything. Uh, The the number is 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. And uh, also on Twitter, at StuntBrain. So many of you have jumped in on the Twitter, and uh, so many of you have also decided to uh, participate in the vital questions, which I do appreciate, and I I will get to today's vital question because I think it's an important one. I I think it's one that that I I also posted it on my personal Facebook account, and um, that, uh, that surprises me, the reaction that that has gotten. Um, it's, it's, um, a, a really interesting topic. So I, I'll jump into that, but the phones are open. 888-900-3393 at StuntBrain on Twitter. Uh, by the way, my channel on, on, the, the blaze. Ooh, we are catching up to Doc Thompson. Don't tell him, but we are targeting Doc Thompson. He had such a head start and, uh, you just go to theblaze.com. You see the channel section, my mug is currently at the top of the page, so you can click on it and easily follow me and be part of, part of that enterprise. But uh, the question that I, I began the day with today, the question I, I opened up my morning with was um, really following up on this fake outrage that, that festered overnight. This fake outrage from uh, many in the media decided that when President Trump yesterday complimented Brigitte Macron, the first lady of France, that um, it was wrong and horrible and the creepiest thing ever and all that stuff. So I put up the vital question, were you okay with the POTUS complimenting the French first lady on her physical appearance? He, He said, and I quote, you're in such good shape. Then looked at Emmanuel Macron and said, she's in such good physical shape. Beautiful. That's it. 
Now, if I walked up to somebody I had just met, a couple that, that we had just met in a social situation, I probably, uh, because of my, my upbringing and feelings, uh, I probably would not have said that just out loud. But I tend to think that Donald Trump comes from a different place. Now, is he schooled in diplomacy and, and the presidential kind of things he should be doing? Apparently not. But I wasn't outraged. I wasn't offended. I have a really good friend named Baltazar who used to get very upset when someone would say, you have a beautiful wife. He would get pretty much angry when that happened and say, oh, he's trying to sleep with my wife. I can't believe that. Instead of saying thank you and moving on. Not everybody's a creep. And some people are creeps. So, you know, it's, I'm sure it's a situational awareness that we have to, we have to look into here. But in, in just uh, four hours of this poll being up, I can tell you 5% of you are outraged. 86% are not offended. And there is a healthy 9% who can't decide. But I want to know where you stand. Because this was a thing. The, the problem I have with the mainstream media on this Donald Trump complimenting the first lady of France. He, first of all, he did it in front of his wife. So it wasn't like this was some creepy back bar moment. It was in front of all the cameras. It was, it was streamed on, on the president of France's Facebook account. It was Facebook Live. You just couldn't hear it because there, there was no microphone right up on it. So someone transcribed it and posted it there. But currently, 86% are not offended. There are a bunch of people who think it's inappropriate. There are a bunch of people who have responded to it and said, uh, yeah, I, ha I have a problem with it. And people have called the president things like a man-child, and they've talked about what he said because that seems to be a big problem. Um, and, you know, I think Donald Trump also is a part of a culture this, this culture of billionaires, and maybe this is obvious. Maybe this is obvious, uh, but um, Donald Trump probably has lived in this group of men who for decades have complimented each other on how attractive their wives are, whether it's their first, second, third, or fourth wife. Uh, in the case of Trump, he's on number three. In the case of Macron, I believe it's number one for him, but she is his second spouse. But I'm just saying that I believe that in this billionaire boys club, there probably is some value placed on the physical attractiveness of one's spouse. And Donald Trump probably has done this before. But I don't think it's a, 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 an earth-shattering moment, an offensive moment. But I'd love to hear from any of you on this. Um, the um, Fox News radio reporter Simon Owen, we've talked to in the past, uh, tweeted back at me this morning saying, I am very interested to hear the results of this. And we have another 17 hours. We'll give you the final results tomorrow morning on Pure Opelka. But... Uh, 
Simon. Simon is curious, and, and I think many people are. So that's why I posted it. But I, I wonder where you stand. And if you have a different opinion, of course, share it. Um, I'm not offended. I don't think it was like the highest moment of his visit there. But I'm not offended at all. It's a 71-year-old guy complimenting a, a 60-year-old woman uh, saying that she's in great shape. Big deal. Uh, and there are people, I have friends who are in their uh, late 50s and early 60s, both men and women, who think this is uh, wrong. My, my friend Carol Ann wrote, it's not outrageous, it's obnoxious. It's simply rude to remark on a woman's body regardless of intent, unless you're asked. Very good point. Very classic point. My, my friend Sherry, who is on the absolute other side of the political spectrum, wrote, Outrage, no. Embarrassed, yes. Poor form. And no class. Others think it's just uh, irritating. My friend Paul wrote to me early this morning, Trump is like having your drunk uncle show <laughs> show up when your fiancé and her parents are meeting your own for the first time. Your stomach is in a knot because it's not a, the question of it. It's when will he say something that will humiliate everyone? Well, Paul's not wrong. Paul is also very, very liberal. So um, there, there, I didn't know this, but apparently there's a Donald Trump sexism tracker. And uh, you can find all this. Uh, I'll tweet out a link to it. But I, I thought this was kind of fascinating. This came up just... Just uh, today, the Donald Trump sexism tractor, tracker. Um, the, the other issue that we have to talk about the president and his visit to France, which I think has been a, uh, a pretty successful visit. I think this is a, a good trip for President Trump. I, I think he's done well. Uh, I didn't hear anything from the dinner last night except a couple of pictures. And yes, that was the dinner in, in uh, the Jules Verne restaurant. And so it's a, a restaurant that our chef friend referred to as the, the Red Lobster of France, of Paris. Um, and it looked like it was a pretty fancy dinner, but we'll see. Maybe there'll be some stuff released on that. But uh, the, the president's handshake has become the focus of so much talk. And I'm, I'm watching one of the big news nets. Yes, it is, it is CNN. And they're absolutely obsessed with the handshake. I will, I will get into that. Plus, we have waste, fraud, and abuse to get into. We have some really dumb things to get into, some irritating things. And uh, Billy Hallowell, Faithwire's Billy Hallowell, who got trapped on the subway yesterday, uh, promised me that we will get him at the bottom of the second hour today. So we'll hear from Billy. And we're happy to hear from you, 888-900-3393, When we get back, the handshake that shook the world or not. That's next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka, and I am celebrating because uh, this this is officially the um, the third month, the start of the fourth month, where I have been taking Relief Factor and not taking anything that is meant to reduce pain. Relief Factor reduces irritation; it does it all naturally. And it, it reduces the inflammation, which is the cause of the pain. I had pain in my knees and my neck and my back and my hips. I was a griping old man. And in my late 50s, I got a hold of Relief Factor. Thank you, Brad Staggs. And I started taking it three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's all natural. It's fish oil. It's turmeric. It's, it's, it's spices that come together to work with your body to reduce the inflammation. So... Eight days after I started taking it in early April, I put down those, those gel caps that I was taking eight a day. Now no more. And I don't take prescription painkillers. And it, it's made a, a massive difference in my life. I'm, I'm able to get out more and do more. And I'm on the ground digging in the garden. I'm, I'm on the golf course walking and, and playing more golf without the pain and without the, the, the medication. It's all natural. What are you waiting for? Pick up the three-week quick start pack and see if it works for you. The way it's worked for me, for Brad, for Doc, for thousands of Blaze audience members. It's, it's Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or give them a call. They'll, they'll answer the questions. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's called Relief Factor. Most people see results in 7 to 10 days. Mine happened on day 8. And I celebrate it like a birthday because it's so much better to be without the pain and not to have to rely on any kind of medication. Check it out. Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. Before we went away, I was talking about CNN. I know what you guys are saying. Mike, why do you watch CNN? Well, I know what Fox is going to say virtually every day. So I monitor CNN and MSNBC. I go back and forth. And um, interestingly enough, MSNBC seems to have elevated its game in terms of credibility. I know where they're going from the standpoint of an agenda, but I also, I also get a consistency out of them. It's, it's CNN that I find so frustrating. It's CNN that I, I find to be a little bit embarrassing. And for example, this morning in their very early morning program with Christine Romans and uh, another fellow whose name escapes me, they, um, they were watching the military parade that President Trump and the First Lady were observing. And uh, the, the fascinating thing here is that um, the CNN anchor... Christine Romans, who's usually a pretty good business reporter. She understands money and business and the stock market very well. And they promoted her from uh, the business reporter to the anchor. And I think that caused a problem because that, that empowered her. And this morning she's talking about the fact that the president and the first lady are in France to celebrate Bastille Day with the French Kind of an important day, 1789, when the French launched their own quest for revolution and freedom. 
kind of the way we did in 1776. It's a big day, but it also is the 100th anniversary of the United States of America getting into World War I and fighting alongside the French. And that, that was a big deal today. In the parade, there were American soldiers marching side by side with the French soldiers. There were American planes flying in formation over the parade. It, it was a big deal. This is our oldest ally. And frankly, if France had not sold us uh, the land they sold us with the Louisiana Purchase, the $10 million deal we got, uh, we'd be a different country today, wouldn't we? But for Christine Romans to get on television as an anchor and opine, as she did this morning, that uh, she believed President Macron invited Donald Trump in order... It's just almost, it's almost too stupid to say. In order to teach him of the importance of America's position in the world, she actually said that. She goes, you know, I think... I think Emmanuel Macron invited President Trump to be here on the 100th anniversary of America getting involved in World War I to show him how important America was to the rest of the world, how important America's leadership was to the rest of the world. Are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me? It's just, it's such an insult. And then CNN went on to obsess over One of the final handshakes between President Trump, President Macron, and the First Lady. There there was almost a full minute of obsession with just this one handshake. And I know they've talked about handshakes before. This is as it happened early this morning. You see all this pageantry. uh, Which, by the way, President Trump loves. Uh, and I think Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, knows that. Here's another handshake. Second handshake in less than five minutes. Watch it. Oh, they, <laughs> they're not. They're, this, nobody's letting go. Oh, it's, now they're arm wrestling. Wait a minute. What's happening here? This has morphed. Oh, it's a handshake hug. There's a lot happening. What? It's a double handshake. Okay. This is... This is the master of handshaking. I have to say, I, I, I would assume that both presidents actually um, enjoy now all the focus on their various handshakes and probably make a joke of it in private, given how much everyone has spoken of it. But I think, uh, you know, you can tell there is a new type of affection there. Another one. CNN actually did that today. CNN actually spent... Almost a full minute. It just in just that instance, ob- obsessing on the handshake between the president of the United States and the president of France. I'm surprised they didn't do a slow mo with like the telestrator and circle and go. Look, here's the proximity of Trump pulling the president's hand closer to his body, and then when when Donald Trump grasped the hand of the First Lady and the President at the same time. It seemed to, it seemed to really light up the CNN guys. Come on, guys. You claim to be the world leader in news? You've lost it, my friends. You've lost it. We'll be right back.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It is a uh, Freestyle Friday. The phones are open. You're welcome to join the conversation. 888-900-3393. Rob in Florida's checking in. Rob, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for taking my call, Mike. Uh, my-, two, my two cents on Trump's handshake and his comments. People are not making the correlation that Donald Trump, for what, decades, was the man behind Miss USA pageant, where everybody gawks at women in bikinis and gowns and whatnot, and the fact that he's 70 years old, I just find it more like he's an older guy that's very gregarious, and what his eye sees is maybe not what the liberal mainstream media sees, you know, of course, um, and then, of course, the handshake. I find it very engaging when someone grabs your hand and, you know, gives you some passion, not some wet bread, limp handshake. So <laughs> I've got no problem with either of the comments. Well, uh, two things on that, Rob. Uh, number one, on the the uh, 71-year-old man who did run a beauty pageant, who's used to gawking at women, who we've heard stories. Uh, my dad, who passed away just uh, seven months ago, was in his uh, late 80s and was a gentleman to the end. And he's a guy who actually served this country in the Navy. He's a guy who was around many locker room type situations. But he was a guy who was a gentleman to the end. So I think I think you can teach an old dog new tricks. And maybe maybe the president just doesn't think he needs to. But uh, I, you, the, the beauty pageant thing is an interesting twist on it because you're right. He did, he did own and operate the Miss Universe pageant for years. So interesting. Now, on the handshake, much has been made prior to this about the fact that when Donald Trump would meet someone, when they would grasp hands and, and clutch the hands together, he would frequently pull the person to him which I found interesting. And uh, Monday, I promise you, uh, I will ask Dr. Wendy Patrick about this because she's a body language expert and she will know what the heck that means. I bet it's an alpha dog thing. You know, I think it's right. Yeah. It's pulling him into his space. Think about the blue collar jobs that he's been, you know, over the years and and building buildings and how many times has he met countless foremen and, and workers for that matter. And I personally, again, just don't like a wet noodle handshake. I'd rather have somebody shake my hand and let me know that they're, you know, they're communicating with me that way. I don't find it offensive. I think it's uh, an asset. Well, I'm, I'm with you on a firm handshake. And, and uh, a pre- Rob, what part of Florida, first of all? Uh, Orlando area. Okay. We, we like that area. You might see a kid yeah, playing tennis in that area. Keep your eyes open I'm, for him. I'm in the dangerous I-4 corridor of confused voters. Well, please keep up the good work. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Let's ch- change some minds if we can. Have a great weekend, Rob. Uh, John is in Billings, I think it is. Is it Billings, Montana? John, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Well, can you, you might be. You might be the first call from Montana, John. I'm not sure. 
but you might be. So welcome to the we're, program. We're What's on between up here? Well, you know, they say there are more cattle than people in your state. Is that true? <laughs> That's right. We have people in the whole state. We include the cows. <laughs> well, John, what's on your mind this fabulous Friday? Well, well, I uh, it's going to be kind of a drying term from the handshake, but I was just excited. Uh, I was flipping through the news, and I went to Daily Wire and noticed uh, breaking news said that little Charlie Guard is going to be able to uh, come to the U.S. for uh, treatment. So I hadn't seen that. You're saying that Daily Wire is is uh, telling us that Charlie Guard is going to be released to America? Yes, sir. And I'm I'm beyond excited. It's, you know, prayers for his family. And, you know, I know there's a lot of aspects to it. There's, of course, the socialized medicine. There's the cultural aspect. And uh, just the fact that the outpouring of support they've had. And, you know, I know uh, Glenn was talking about it a lot. So I'm just, I'm super excited. And I hope, you know, obviously I hope that everything goes well for him. But just the fact that the judge would allow it is just, uh, is so amazing. Well, I can tell you from uh, from my friends who are in England, the report from the court was the phone call from the American doctors who tried to plead with this judge had yeah. um, had some sway over the judge. And I didn't hear about this decision. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm behind a couple hours behind. I was chasing some other stories. But this is great news. Uh, the the uh, 11 month old. Now, here's part of me always says, you know, a judge, um, if if you would have made this decision a month ago or if this hadn't been a decision at all, it would have been two months ago and yeah. they would have been able to take Charlie away. So the yeah. this is breaking news. The British judge will allow U.S. physician Michio Hirano to examine Charlie. I don't know if they're going to let him take him away. They're going to allow an oh. American american doctor to examine him let's let's be clear yeah, this yeah. is going they're not going to let him fly out yet but i okay. see this is what gets me this is to me they're just delaying it until poor little charlie dies that's what and, i don't understand like you said i mean it could have been taken care of months ago and they decided to drag it out and you know i read the reports about them storming out of the courtroom i mean just the pain that they've gone through you know and here in america we've got compassion i mean we we have we have a lot of say over what we do with our children and there the government says, you know, that to me is really scary. Yeah, this is death panel, straight up death panel. So there, there's no other way around it. And, uh, but, but this is good news. I jumped, I jumped to conclusions there a little bit early. I'm sorry. I was excited, but instead of releasing Charlie, the judge is oh. going to allow the doctor to come examine Charlie. Okay. Well, and, I, just, I saw the headline and I was just, oh, gosh, I got to call the program because I know you guys have been uh, covering it a lot. And, you know, I know it's garnered worldwide attention. Of course, uh, Trump has pleaded and uh, the Vatican. So, you know, I think it, it, it definitely all of the support, you know, really, really helped a lot. And, you know, I mean, I wonder without without um, the Vatican or Trump, you know, or or any of us, you know, wh where would this have gone? I mean, would they have would they have changed their minds? Would they have? you know, stay the same course, I wonder. Yeah, I think without America and conservatives weighing in on this, I think this case would have been over and done, and uh, Charlie would have been forced to die on the uh, timeline of the British system, and this would have been a very different story. So to everybody who did anything from call a congressperson to say a prayer, 
to tell their friends and neighbors about it. Uh, you should all take credit in this. At least, at least we got the American doctor to be allowed to examine Charlie. I'm still not happy with this result. Charlie should have been on a plane two weeks ago when this yes. show first started talking about it. Charlie should have yes. been on a plane coming to America to try this treatment because in, in, at the time when he was 10 months old, Charlie, Charlie's life, that, that wasted five, six weeks, whatever it's been, that could have yeah. meant the world to him in terms every of taking matters. care of You know, Charlie. when you're fighting something that tough, every single second. Yeah, I, I completely understand it. Well, I, I so appreciate it. What, what kind of a weekend and weather have you got going on in Billings, Montana, John? I'm curious. Hot and dry, hot and dry. Uh, we, we had a really uh, real deal winter, as we call it up here. We had a lot of snow. I think we were the third or fourth snowiest, and uh, we're, we're pretty glad to be out. But we went straight from winter to summer, and I wasn't ready. It's about 100 degrees already, and we're just not used to it up here. Ooh. Well, we've got air you can wear, as they say. We, we've, got, we've got major humidity going on here in the yeah. northeast corner. It's just a dry heat. Remember, that's just a dry heat here. <laughs> well, it's, it's what, like I always say, John, it's not the heat, it's the stupidity. And trust me, <laughs> right. there's plenty of it. Well, thank you for calling in, John. Don't be a stranger. Um, oh. are you, have you listened to the show in the past? I have uh, for a few years now, and I actually just want to make a quick point about that, that actually uh, I'd voted for Obama twice uh, when, I was in, when I was in high school. And, money. and uh, then it was just the cool thing to do, and I really didn't – I wasn't into politics. I just voted because that's what people were doing, you know, and that's what – oh, you, you know, he's going to change the world. Obama's going to really do all this stuff. And, well, you know, I'll throw my hat in the ring. Oh really came to fruition so i just started listening to you guys and just kind of digging deeper and trying to you know just think for myself and and figure out what i want what my vision for america is and you know uh i was i was kind of a cruise guy to begin with actually i went straight from obama to cruise <laughs> and which is wow. kind of a jarring thing but uh you know we got trump and I'm, I'm excited for him and you know they just need to get off their laurels in congress you know, we need to call in and ride into the congressman and see what we can get done. Because, I mean, you guys changed my mind and just uh, conservative media. So it, it's been awesome. Well, I I appreciate the admission. I appreciate the support. And uh, have you heard Ernesto, uh, our, our military friend who walked across most of the country last year? Yes. I You know what? Since, since you've made the trans- transformation... Um, we we got a bunch of shirts from Ernesto. I want to send you one of them just as a way of saying thank you for oh, being great, out man. there. So hang on. Don't go anywhere, John. We're going to get your info, and we'll get you one of those uh, shirts from uh, Ernesto. And these are the ones they just made. They're all handmade, so everyone is different. And take comfort in knowing that they will be helping save veterans because that's what this oh, that's this charity does. And it's it's part of my mission this year is to – Use some of my economic power to spread spread good <laughs> deeds and and good news. So uh, hang on Absolutely. a second, I'll sir. We'll get time. your information, and uh, the right. rest of us will be back on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Before we jump on the phone with Lisa from Florida, let me remind you, uh, looking for life insurance? I am. And so guess what I'm doing? I'm actually going through the process with a very new, innovative, and I think brilliant type of life insurance option. I'm talking about HealthIQ.com. The folks from HealthIQ said, wait a minute, it's not fair that insurance companies only use your age and your gender. Your, your life should be a part of it. Your, your healthcare footprint, your knowledge of health and health conscious people should get a better deal. So they took all this time looking through data about people who are smart about their health care and smart about their health and health conscious. And they, they pitched it to the biggest insurance companies around. And guess what? The insurance companies went, you know, that makes great sense. So Health IQ was born. They use science and data to get lower rates on life insurance for people like you and me who are health conscious. So something as simple as, uh, do you run? Do you walk? Do you eat healthy? Could save you money on life insurance. So go to healthiq.com slash blaze healthiq.com slash the blaze both work and you can get a free quote you have to take a little quiz it takes a couple of minutes i took the quiz i got a score i'll tell you my score another day but i did pretty good and then uh i had a phone call with one of their consultants so i'll be having my mini physical i think it's next tuesday we have scheduled it So they'll be coming by and doing the final step. And if everything works out, I'm going to get a great rate from a major carrier. And if you're looking for life insurance like this, a check, check with them online right now, healthiq.com slash blaze, healthiq.com slash blaze. What are you waiting for? Lisa's on the phone from Florida, I think. Hello, Lisa. How are you? Hey, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, is this your first time calling? Nope. That's okay. All but right. I'm sorry. Not, not not a lot either. That's okay. I just wanted on the Charlie Guard case was interesting. My sister-in-law, who, lovely people, by the way, they live over in the UK, um, and she's a nurse. Uh, and so I thought, well, you know, she's sixty, so she's you know has been through the been through the system there for quite some time. I thought, let me ask, let me ask her opinion of what she thought. And the response I got back, I actually had, a, I couldn't respond to her. And it was not a, it, it was, it was an interesting email she sent. And it said, my question was to her, since this is in your ballywoo, what is your opinion about the Charlie Guard case? I'm curious. And she writes back, whilst I feel for the parents, the treatment offered by the USA medics, it will apparently only improve him by 10%. And as he has no muscle movement, can't breathe on his own, is blind and deaf, can't feel any pain, and has no sense of his surroundings, I feel the boy would be a permanent vegetable. I feel that the battle the parents are having will make them have problems grieving should they lose as they have spent the past 11 months fighting. A parent who has a ch- has children has a child with similar issues was on TV last night telling her story of looking after her child with such an illness. She is asking doctors to withdraw medication. 
so that her daughter may slip away peacefully instead of suffering. This girl is now 10. Well, um, Lisa, I'm I'm up against a, a, a hard wall here on a break. That letter outlines to me the reason why we have to fight for Charlie Gard's parents. It's their decision, ultimately, and it's not the government. So I'm I'm so appreciative right. of you reading that. It's it just tells you why this this it's this topic mindset. is so hot. They believe something so differently than what we believe. They do, and and we have yeah. to keep keep praying for them. We'll be keep right praying. back. Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.